In a world where new streaming releases come out faster than you can watch them, two heroes will emerge to watch as much content as humanly possible. Together they'll help you decide what's worth watching and what's cluttering up your queue. Tune in as Adair and Skyler begin Gallantly Streaming. James is 17 and pretty sure he's a psychopath. Alyssa, also 17, is the cool and moody girl at school. The pair make a connection and she persuades him to embark on a road trip in search of her real father. Today on Gallantly Streaming, the end of the fucking world. I did feel like it was the end of the fucking world after this this show was done. I'm so proud of you. You like binged today. Uh, I went through six episodes. I was, Three, four, well, five, six, seven. Well, yeah, eight. I could. It was sort of nuts because I mean they're short, but you weren't very far when this day started. No, I was two episodes deep in the show. And I was, I was sort of wondering how are we going to podcast about this? Well, they're nineteen to twenty-one minute episodes. These are quick, very digestible. I mean, they're the like sense. dark. That there, there's been times where I've had to like stop. Yeah. Like, I can't. It's not breaking bad level hard to watch. Like, no, but I have to it, say, I think second and third, uh, the whole creepy guy, oh. his deal, I think that was what was the hard to watch. The third episode was the hardest one Yeah, to watch. for me too. It was, well, it was stressful. Yeah. It's, there's a lot to the show. And like, around episode three or four is when we are introduced to the two detectives which I think is really where the show kind of takes off. Well, you've got then these two storylines that you want to follow. Two storylines. So you've got Eunice and Terry. Right. And Eunice is Yara Greyjoy in... Gemma. In, in, Gemma a, Whelan. In Game of Thrones. And uh, then there's also uh, oh, uh, Jonathan Aris, who is in uh, Sherlock. And he's just as creepy in Sherlock. Like he, the, the man just... Facial hair is not really a good look for him. Just kind of being around women is not really a good look for him. Playing a role like this is tough. Because I imagine just you see this guy on the street and you're going to be creeped out by him. But, yeah. So If I saw him walking to, towards me, I'd just be like, hmm. Certainly. No thanks. So before we dive into full spoilers, I kind of want to just pitch this show to people. And try and get them to watch it. Because I think this is something that should be viewed by everyone. So if, if Skylar's pitch doesn't doesn't make you want to watch it, or if you've already watched it, you can just continue listening. But if Skylar's pitch makes you want to watch it, stop and devote you know a few hours and you, you'll be done. Well, what's, it's eight episodes. What's eight times 20? Eight times 20? That's 160 minutes, which is just over two hours. Two hours and 40 minutes. So it's like... Just over... Over two hours. Yeah, it's not quite a Harry Potter movie, you know? It's shorter than The Lord of the Rings. It's, so, uh, it's... Are, were you going to watch Two Towers tonight? You know, I, I firmly agree with your choice of Lord of the Rings movies. It's my favorite, too. But maybe put that on the back burner tomorrow night, Wednesday, hump day. That's a good hump day thing. Uh, or, I don't know when this is coming out. Um, but, you know, you can... Uh, not t- even when it's coming out. When are people listening to this? It could be the year 2040. I mean... At be, the rate we're going, yeah. We could be Definitely. dead. Definitely. We could be probably dead. Probably, we're probably dead. And people are listening to this. Well, the, I mean, uh, let's be honest. By the end of this evening, we're probably dead. There's going to be like some sort of murder-suicide situation. Good chance. Ooh, who's 
car. I don't know where I'm now. Um, you know, I like to keep life a mystery. But yeah, you're probably listening to this in the uh, Smithsonian Museum of Podcasting. You know, sitting in a big comfy chair. With... We finally made it. After all the petitioning, we made it in. Yeah, well, they had to take us. Um, there weren't enough white male-led podcasts yeah, to thank, choose from. Thank God. Wait, don't let everybody know I'm a white male. So there's a picture of pretend. you on the, on the website. Can we change that picture to like Patrice O'Neill? He's not dead. So or we could just dead, do, so. you could just do like a lemony snicket thing where it's just like your shadow or your foot going behind around a corner. Yeah. Well, here's a question: Can you wear blackface as a Halloween costume if you're going as Rachel Dolezal? I don't think so. The Seattle NAACP president. Spokane. Spokane. Oh, do not relate her to Seattle. Spokane. <laughs> I'll say you can. So elevator pitch this podcast. This, oh. this, not this podcast. Don't elevator pitch the podcast. Okay. Elevator pitch this this show. Okay. <clears throat> ding, ding. Uh, floor 17, please. Oh. So uh, you've been watching any uh, Netflix lately? Because uh, there's this new show. Got to tell you about it. Let me tell you. There's uh, two British teenagers. And they're in school. Uh huh. And they're outsiders. Yeah, they are different. And one of their stepdads is hitting on them and telling them to move out. And one of their moms is real dead. And you're going to find out there's some dark stuff there. You're going to want to watch this. And they go on an adventure. Across the British countryside. I've never known Britain was so ugly until I saw this movie. Show. Which is funny because cin- like, uh, cin- the cinematography of it is really pretty. However, the landscape is hideous. It just makes England seem terrible. Like that seaside. Drug deals. Boats that I'm pretty sure could not... Navigate water, despite that never being a conceit that was questioned in this film. Everyone was just sure that boat was ready to go in the water. Like, okay, I get that there's high tide, but come on. That boat was not getting in any water. Okay. And so I think, as Blue, are you ready to watch this show? God. We just spiked our levels a big time. I think that was a spot-on blue impression. I did too. I was trying to be uh, blues. You know they're re- they're remaking that. It was Blue Girl. Uh, yeah, Blue's a girl. Then uh, there's Violet, Viola, Magenta, Magenta, and Magenta's a boy. I think Magenta's also a girl. Fucked up. Well, I mean, you've got Salt Pepper and Baby Paprika, and I'm pretty sure Baby Paprika is Mister a boy. Mister Salt and Mrs. Pepper. I would like to partake in your pecan pie. I don't know that reference. It's uh, When Harry Met Sally. You really should investigate that movie. It's uh, it's an oldie but a goodie. Well, I guess I'll try it out. I mean, I saw somebody at Blockbuster rent it one time, and I did tell the guy at the front, I'll have what she's having. That's the wrong way to But I wasn't out. 17. Oh, poor you. So they wouldn't rent it to me. I instead rented The Stupids. I'm pretty sure When Harry Met Sally was not R-rated, sorry. When Harry Met Sally is 100% R-rated. Okay, well, you keep talking about this podcast, or this TV, why do I want to call it a podcast? You keep talking it's about this TV show. It's pretty much a podcast. It's, it's a visual podcast, eight episodes, much shorter than ours. It's kind of like a 20 minutes of banter episode, which okay. you can listen to on 
one of another of these uh, Secret Weapon productions. It's a great show. It is. Uh, you were actually on the most recent episode. Uh, that's why it became great. Before then, it was just jumping I, the shark every week and talking about it. I don't know. I, I la- I, I, it's one of those shows that I find myself laughing, but I cannot fall asleep to it because I have weird dreams. Yeah, that makes sense. Dan is terrifying. Um, yeah, that's who I meant. Dan. Not Austan. Oh, Dan. Anyway, sorry. This show is something you need to be listening listening to. It is a podcast. You're definitely true. Uh, this is a show you need to watch. It's... Okay, it was 100% R, but it was also 1989 R, which is not 2018 R. That, that, show, that movie is very dirty. I don't really think so. Uh I, was, I don't know. My I was, mom, my mom, wa- it, my mom watched too. foreign films. That's how I learned about sex. Let's talk about no your movies. Let's talk about this show now. Let's talk about how these teenagers get into mishaps and meet Frodo. That's the best part. Yeah. So that's the thing is you have to get to like episode six before you're gonna meet Frodo. So you guys want to get to episode six because then you're gonna meet Frodo, and that's when the fellowship really is formed yeah it's it's an interesting dive into outsiderism adolescence adolescence outsiderism um coming of age emotions not knowing whether or not not knowing whether or not you're a psychopath it's kind of funny because you start the show out being like yeah yeah dude's 100 a psychopath um and then at the end you're just like i just want to take care of him you want to give him a big hug. I do. Yeah, it's a lot like that movie with Rob Corddry, based off the book that your friend wrote. Oh, Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. He like starts the movie off as a zombie, but by the end, he's a warm body. And like, I mean, no, and the way he played it too, like, no emotions. Uh, everything was forced. At this point, I think I'm doing pretty good in the podcast. Like, I've made some pretty good... I I did a song. That wasn't great, but what can you do? You know, I totally agree with you, Skylar. I didn't agree with Skylar at all. The the show has a lot of asides. It feels like a book, which it's based off of a book. Good to know. I'll read it. I don't know why she didn't seem to believe me there. She passed it off as if I was joking. But yeah, like a book... You can have a lot of insights into the character's mind, but in a TV show, a lot harder to do that unless they institute some sort of bit, which this show does. It gives you a Lizzie McGuire-ish aside Only the characters can have. Only a lot bloodier. Less cartoons. Yeah. I couldn't help but wonder, maybe Annihilation would have made more sense if they had these. Ah. <sighs> You know, when you're doing asides, it's tempting to want to talk about what the other person's aside was. But you have to remember, you can't hear what they're saying. Yeah, and, uh... God, Annihilation. Annihilation. Random thought. Annihilation probably would have been a lot clearer as a message. But not Alex Garland. He knows knows what he's doing, so I'm going to trust him. Yeah, so... I wasn't sure why he thought Alex Garland knew what he was doing. I had never really gotten that inclination. Oh, I want to talk about dread. Oh, no. I only do that to piss you off. You know I don't believe these things. <sighs> don't No, I just want to do pod. a couple podcasts on dread. You can't because you made this specifically streaming focused. It's streaming on Netflix, but it's not streaming <laughs> it's not how content. it works. Not streaming content. Not but wait, I works. think Annihilation 
Is this streaming globally now on Netflix? Global? I don't know. You were the one that had all that info. Well, so this show is actually an example kind of of that. This show was created for Channel 4 in England, which if anybody knows is like the raunchy channel. You got BBC. London, England. Yes. Great Britain. Ooh, I'm glad we haven't done any accent work yet. It's there's a lot of accents in this. I don't know. You did you did the 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 little like Eastern European one earlier, Mister Pepper, Mrs. Mrs. Salt. That's that, yeah. That's, that's you're true. like I blocked that. That was that, earlier. That was that was five minutes ago. It's uh, in the past. I apologize. Mister Salt and Mrs. Pepper love this show. Okay, no, no. Now the it got weird. And cut park. Uh, cut park. Cut mark. This feels like it's a grimy England. Sorry, I was talking about the show was produced. So produced for Channel Four, which makes all my favorite TV shows. Like, uh, give me examples of all your favorite TV shows. All my favorite panel shows. Mm. Like Big Fat Quiz Show. Yeah. And is then, Travel Man on 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 Channel Four? I believe it is. Believe Travel Man, check it out. It's all English um, shows, and then of course Naked Attraction. What's that? The dating show where you decide if you want to date. You yes, six people ahead of you, and you start off by seeing just their belly buttons down, of their nude body, and then like their shoulders down, and then their face, and then you hear them talk, and at each level you kick somebody out mm-hmm. until you only have two people left, and then you see their whole body, and then they see you naked, and then you pick one of them. I couldn't help but think I would fail miserably at that show. I. Can't comment on that because I don't know what you said. Um, great show though. So Channel Four they push the boundaries, you know. Like this is a it's publicly broadcasted. It's on the air. Yet they can show a naked dating show. Um, it's wild, wild stuff. Um, like MTV wow. wild and out. Um, yes, it's like MTV only a thousand better. times more raunchy. And so this show it feels like a Netflix created show in the sense that. They can say fuck. Yes, they can say they can say lots of things. Um, My favorite part was when she was like, "Hey, I saw you skating. I didn't see him skating. You're pretty shit." Uh, and then he said, "I'm gonna murder her," which was fun. Yeah. So in episode one, they meet each other. They have a meet cute, the traditional. I don't uh, even really call it a meet cute. I'd say she walked up to him and insulted him. It's a joke. The joke is that it's not a traditional meet cute because she walks up, insults him, and then he decides he's gonna kill her. Sorry, that was my insider voice. I should have. I should have done this. Oh, I didn't know you were doing insider joke. Oh god, this format of this episode is really collapsing. <laughs> you you, you came up. You weight. wanted to do the asides. I had a, a joke. It just did not formulate. Okay. Um, so they have a traditional meet cute. They have a traditional meet cute where she thinks he could be helpful. And wait, why does she want to talk to him? She's. Tired of people. And, yeah, she doesn't and, trust people. And also, like, she's just, she wants to, like, be in love and feel a connection she, with she the does. person. She got tired of people texting her when they were at the same table as her. She desperately, yeah, she hates phones. She broke her own phone in the opening scene. Um, her stepdad's creepy, and he and his, her mom have, have one-year-old twins. And they basically kicked her out of the family, and he just flirts with her and... Touches her lower back and does lots of skeezy things. And the mom sees it and, like, doesn't do anything. She's a pretty well, shit Well, I mean, mom. if you look at her first husband and then her second husband, I don't think she has a ton of self-confidence. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, her dad near the end of 
episode eight makes a very valid point. He says, "You're definitely your mother's daughter because you both have terrible, terrible taste, taste in, in men. men." Which was a kind of shot at himself because he was very much self-deprecating in that moment because he's a shitbird. Yes, he ran over a dog. Oh, oh god, that was rough. That, 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 that part scene. was rough. That part. That was, scene. I'm really glad Not that they good. like backed away from that because I was just Not like, "Good." I I had to back away from that for for a minute. The I show, knew it was going to happen when they showed the dog sleeping by the tire, though. I, I knew it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. This show goes there. It does. I, I mean, I, it's rough. You get to see someone get stabbed in the neck. The knee. Or the leg, I guess. Upper leg. Yeah, upper leg. That one wasn't as bad. You get to see people get smashed in the head with the butt of a gun over and over. When did that happen? Yara Greyjoy at the end. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then her... Yeah. Alyssa? Yeah. I, I forgot. I wouldn't say again and again. Like, it they was just back like... Back to back in like a two-minute oh, sequence. Oh, because see, I would, when you said again and again, I thought it meant like a repetitive no, hitting no, no, no. with like, the butt of a gun. It happened twice in like and a two-minute let, period. Let's be fair. He was trying to save everyone but himself. And so it was, in a way, uh, it was rough, but it was also him trying to... He was sacrificing himself. Right. I guess so, we're down into spoilers. Should yeah, we, we're, we're Should like, we go back and make a note in there at some point that says... Uh, we can just cut this part. It says, now diving into spoilers, if or, you wish not to join us. Or at the sound of the Netflix. Yeah, at the sound of the Netflix, we will dive into spoilers. Nah, sorry. Like, you're screwed. You're screwed. You into this. We're spoiling shit. Sorry. You know, our great joy gets hit in the face. We'll, we'll make a note that there's a ton of spoilers, and maybe we'll put a note. Uh, a little line note of when when it happens. This episode is like stinky eggs and cheese. It's spoiled. I I didn't know what he wanted there, so I just gave I him a just high five. I just wanted a goddamn high five. So the show. Yeah, the show. It's it a was real, really good. It it's was a real re- journey. Like, like I feel like I'm not selling it well, but it's a very good show. It's right. solid and it's acted very well it's a little meta at times but in a good way could this have been a movie um like they could have cut off like 40 minutes of fat and had it been a two-hour movie easily because i mean some of that's credits some of that's intros like it could have been a two-hour yeah movie. i think like when they that time where they wander away from each other but i also sort of felt like that was necessary for them to like recognize that they needed each other I did love J- uh, James realizing, like, she was protecting him. Yeah. Gets himself beat up. Pays mm-hmm. for it. He does. And then she tries to shoplift. For Honestly, I feel like her shoplifting was very... It made sense to me, but I'm also a woman, so I'm like, yeah, no, if I had no money, yeah. These are things I would... These are things I would shoplift. Shopless tampons and underwear. Yep. She uh, and she met the world's sweetest security guards. Yeah, so that it was, all worked out. But then when she brings the little girl back, rather than well, that's rather when he than decided he could judge her. But I'm also saying that like that was some growth for her because she's been kind of for herself. True. And a little bit selfish. Understandably, her heart is scarred. Yeah. And so it shows itself. Yeah, much like Bill and Peter, she has a heart. Scar. Scarred. Um, 
So let's... I could I couldn't I couldn't give him that joke. Uh, it was it was not who's good. Who's the biggest villain? Who's the biggest baddie? Who's the scariest bad guy? Who's the one who you you get nervous thinking about? I would say the doctor. He made me nervous. Though he's no longer a threat, he made me very very nervous. But then uh, secondary. It depends. I feel like it changed a lot, but I would say probably the stepdad. But towards the end, what's her name? Um, Terry. Cause she, his name? Ta- oh, Leslie? Sorry, no, no. Oh, I don't see Leslie as. Who's Terry? Terry's the other woman because she's just like, yep, they're going for manslaughter. Like she, oh, she yeah, didn't. She's, she saw things so black and white, and that kind of scared me a Is little that bit. Racist? No. Okay, good. It's not racist. Okay. The doctor? He's the guy who murdered several women. Oh, oh, yes. Yes. The guy whose house they broke into, and it turned out he murdered people. And when you found bleach in his closet, you knew something was wrong. He was terrifying, yes. Because, and it it didn't seem like the the detectives cared very much that he was, like, a full-on murderer and stuff. I feel like Eunice cared. I don't feel like Terry did, and that's what concerned me. She's like, it doesn't matter what kind of guy she was. And I'm like, well, this was probably self-defense. She's like, it's still manslaughter. Yeah, that was very strange. I was like, really? And then, well, and I think the shitty thing, the time where I got concerned was she was like, let's just let them do things for a few days because he'll be 18. Yeah. And I was like, that's shitty. That's real shitty. And that's not how it works in America, but. Yep. Also, well. manslaughter sounds way scarier there. I googled what manslaughter laws are like different countries. and It varies from country to country. It's very strange. But uh, the person I found scariest was the dog buying Oh Ex God! Soldier. Oh yeah, in, in the episode second two. Ep- yeah, episode two. He was creepy. We went, I, I totally forgot about him. We we had a string there where episode two was him. Episode three was the doctor. The doctor. I guess that was more episode four because he arrives in episode four, right? And well, then they he, kill him. Uh, he arrives at the end of episode three. They kill him in episode four, and then they deal with his body and stuff. Right, and like back to back, those two are just terrifying because they're not just like your traditional bad guy. They're like deeply evil they're disturbed individuals yeah they're disturbed individuals they're people that are deeply broken and they're both like kind of succeeding being part of society well and i think that's like i kind of liked this idea of it was a good comparison to see these kids that felt broken and felt misunderstood by society but maybe realizing that they didn't want to be understood by society if that's what society is right they made a decision pretty early on that they weren't going back home yeah and it just wasn't an option and so in the end i think we were both kind of frustrated by the character's decisions Mm -hmm. because yara Greyjoy uh shows up and gives them kind of a way out a solution i mean yes but Alyssa at that point was so like dedicated to james and that she refused james was gonna do it like he didn't want Alyssa to have any of the blame in the situation which well, was he called even before yara like no he in. didn't call leslie had called no, no i'm saying he's like he like admitted to it yeah yeah no that's true and so it was just it was tricky because i felt like jessica made it more complicated and that very well spoiler might have led to james's death then Alyssa. Alyssa. okay well, he might be dead. He might be dead. He might not be. We don't know. He didn't shoot himself. No, someone else shot him. Yeah. Or shot at him. Because at sure. the end, he is running down a it's beach. ambiguous. And there are a bunch of officers that have found them. Which and I think the English running. were very big on guns. But showed me I was wrong. You they always... Get guns. You always are. 
Always are. Um, but yeah, it's just in that moment though, where James and Alyssa are in that van and they're trying to figure out what they want to do, they don't have the option of just going home. Yeah, that's not an option. Like, it is very interesting though, because I from uh, an onlooker into this story, like it makes sense though. I'm like, I wouldn't. I, I for James, it makes a little less sense. I think he and his dad don't understand each other, but. Um, I I get why Alyssa she has two really crappy parents and a really skeezy stepdad and she does not feel like she fits anywhere. She fits with James. So that like last act was desperation. Right. And yeah, it's understandable. And with James, he has a major breakthrough over the period of the show and reveals something like about himself that he just had no clue. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge deal cuz I think up to that point, a lot of what he thought was his his psychopathic nature, it wasn't being psychopathic. It just was deep, deep uh, personal guilt because he felt like he should have done something when his mom drove her car right into the pond and he did nothing. He didn't act. And he never said that out loud. Mm-hmm. And he never admitted those things, and it all been inside, and just allowed itself to fester and get worse and worse. And so, by the time that finally came out, well, he hadn't felt anything. He hadn't allowed himself to feel anything, so he assumes he must be a psychopath. Right, but it, kids it could, these days, right? It could happen to anybody. If anybody saw their mom just drive her car into a pond, God, that was such a creepy part of that episode. Where like, he's like, "So, what are you guys gonna do today?" Go see the ducks. And she's like, no, no ducks. And she just could not be left alone in that car. Yeah, that was rough. That's that not was really, really it's rough. probably not best to have your kid alone with that person. Yeah, no. I mean, it's, a lot of failures. It's two yeah, failures all around. It is. It's it's a lot about. Come on, what, Phil. It's a, it's a lot about like how do you fail when the world fails you? Whoa. <laughs> and what's the quote from uh, Leslie? The whole world is screwed up and we're all just drug dealers in it. I don't remember. He has a really profound quote. Was it while he was doing weird yoga in the desert? Yeah, the yoga was hot. Anyway. Uh, no, I mean, this. there's a lot of failure in this and there's a lot of growth in this. And I think that's what is lovely about it is it's so cynical, but also it, it kind of picks away at all of the cynicism and makes sort of a beautiful story. I think what I really would like to talk about is my favorite character. Your favorite character, too. And he only had, like, two scenes, but he just, he stole our hearts. Frodo. Frodo. Frodo's a gas station attendant, and he works for a really shitty woman. And then they lock her in a bathroom, and Frodo helps James and Alyssa steal a bunch of stuff, and then... They leave him. Because he's not part of their journey, but he wants to be part of their journey. He takes this whole life comes out of him fast moment and decides this is his chance to change everything. And he does, but he doesn't get to join their journey. But he starts his own journey. That's right. He runs away. And he calls it the Lord of the Rings. This is the beginning of the Lord of the Rings. It it, It was a really weird role for Elijah Wood to take on because he doesn't look like himself. He looks like a a British teenager. teenager. Which, by the way, British petrol stations, they're so weird. Like, 
I've been to some Irish petrol stations. Very strange. Very different. You're very strange and very different. It's That's a good thing. true. I, but I think, like, you know, him being in this, you know, bleak setting, and it, I, I mean, you understand the desperation bleak. he had. That, that, and I mean, like, that's what a lot of it's, it is very funny. What you said about the landscapes is funny to me because I couldn't say it earlier because I was doing a blue impression. Whoa. It's, it's interesting because when the, they murder the doctor or the professor, uh, he, uh, he, like, the, her face covered in blood, it's very visually striking. Uh-huh. And, like, when he lines up all the dead animals and stuff, like, the ba- things that should be bad, like, negative, they're really striking imagery. And then these the seaside and communities and I feel like just the population as a whole, people who are outside of their story right. are bleak looking. And well, it's very yeah. drab. And, like, all the cars are old. Mm-hmm. Like, even the police are in an old car. Yeah. And it's, like, not explained because everybody has, like, smartphones. And it's, like, takes place in 2017, presumably. Like Maybe low-income areas? I don't know. Well, I mean, it's 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 just kind of adds to the... There's a drab feeling. But it's, like, if if somebody was a secret optimist but was uh, outwardly a pessimist, mm-hmm. they would write this show. Because it's, it's ultimately pessimistic, but there's bits of it that shine through that are, like... See, here's the good in the world. Here's the good in humanity. Like, this is what it is to be human. I think that shines through in these two characters where at times you're just like, God, these two are such shits. Then other times you're like, ah, oh, I love these two. They're so great. So do you want to wrap up our coverage of this, this so, podcast? Basically, this journey for Alyssa is this idea of going to find her father, mm-hmm. who, though an absentee father, writes her a birthday card every year. And so... Did you see that coming? Because I saw it coming. Like I... Yeah. No, I... The first see- time she brought it up, I was like, oh, geez, yeah. I, it seemed too poignant. Um, uh, so she decides to go and find her father. They eventually do. And he's, you know, he's a drug dealer. He lives in a trailer. He seems... He seems just a little bit off. He has this childlike emotional range. Like, he's either ecstatic or distraught depending on the moment and he has had another child with another woman and left her too and and uh at one point Alyssa brings up the cards she's like why did you send me the cards and and she realizes that her mom though kind of a shitty mom did that every single year and that maybe there is a silver lining to what her relationship with her mom had become uh but Leslie is an interesting character he's you know not a great guy, but he is realistic about what he's capable of, and he doesn't think he'd be a good dad. And I mean, he he ultimately is the the catalyst that leads James and Alyssa to being, you know, caught. He because, turns them in. Well, yeah, because he calls the police, but also it's his ex girlfriend that gets fed up with his behavior and and because she wasn't going to say anything, she knew that she, she saw covered. them. She, she covered did. for them. It wasn't until he fucked up that she, finally she was like, "Yeah, whatever." So I mean. That's that's the the catalyst when Eunice, who is definitely the, the there's an ongoing dynamic between these two DCs, Eunice and Terry, who are sort of initially think that James and Alyssa witnessed the murder of d- the professor. Let me say the professor murdered a lot of women, was going to kill Alyssa and rape her most likely, and James stabs him. So he has finally killed a person, which is what he wanted. Uh, all what along. he had wanted. 
to like feel something and boy did he feel lots of things but they're they're researching the or they're investigating the murder of this professor originally they think they witnessed it then they realize they're suspects and so it's them and then they also start piecing together these two kids lives and how dysfunctional they are how confusing they are and how just desperate they were to like leave that world that they were in which is very it's it's very interesting and Eunice starts developing a you know uh kind of a sense of camaraderie with them a, a a sympathy for them whereas uh Terry doesn't and she's very like you know she really wants to get them for this like she wants to them in jail for their actions whether or not it was self-defense right and and, if this is like a truly glowing happy show then Eunice would have been proved correct and like she would have been able to talk them into mm-hmm. doing exactly as her plan was and like everything would have been great. Is. But no, Eunice is betrayed by the two kids she trusted so much and like knocked out. To cold. be fair, she's not betrayed by James. She's betrayed by Alyssa because That's Alyssa does James not. James was going along uh, with her. Um, but also the other dynamic between Terry and Eunice is they clearly like hooked up two weeks prior to this show. Oh, that's, and it it's is, great because it's and like it's hinted so, at. And, then, and it's yeah. so awkward, but it's also just like, and that, but it's funny because Terry like shows her true colors. Eunice is, who has been kind of chasing Terry, not having that. And so then when Terry kind of comes on to her, she's like, no, I'm good. Bye. And so... Eunice tries to come to the aid of James and Alyssa at Leslie once Leslie's already betrayed them and James is fully willing to take the blame for everything and and he's negotiating with Eunice and Alyssa refuses to be separated from James because at that point she recognizes like he's her family and so she hits Eunice with a butt of a gun they run to the water because they're gonna steal her dad's boat it's high tide low tide sorry it's low tide they, so and then so James hits Alyssa with the butt of the gun to make it seem like he has she it was completely on him and it ends with him running on the beach and a gunshot and that's what we got yeah and black but it's like at that moment that he's running he truly like feels like he's lived his life like he's living life he's feeling things we get again. a great aside from him where he's like I finally know what it means to mean something to other humans and it is a nice, like, it, it wraps up very nicely, but so, like, I also want more. Yeah, so, like, if there's a second season, that's great, but it was a really... I don't really know what the second su- season could be. I have no clue. No clue, but I would love to hear James's asides in, in prison. They'd be pretty hilarious. And then right. Frodo breaks because, him out. Like, I don't want... Frodo tunnels him out. I don't want... I don't want just a totally different show with just these characters, but I feel like it might be a little hack to have them just on another road trip, like... I don't know. I mean, where do you go from this? And, and I'm not really it's sure. Probably where best you is go. to have one season. I mean, it probably lives that way the best. I feel like the Brits are really good with like a limited. They don't overdo it. A limited season. Like Doctor Who, one season, they're done. Yep. I mean, that show is like the shortest lived show, though. Like first, people love it. Four hundred episodes in that one season. Yeah, people it's just one it. season that just continues Dalek. forever. Extermin- uh, season no, he one. Sa- no, he says exterminate. Season one of Doctor Who. It became clear to me that Skylar had never seen an episode of Doctor Who, despite the fact that he looks very similar to David Tennant. Aside, exterminate, exterminate. So, if you haven't, I strongly recommend, even though I've just... Well, we both oh, just yeah. spoiled gonna, this You know show. everything's going to happen. Yeah, but, but I there's mean, still going to be surprises. 
You're, a a like, lot of example, it is... Like, you have no idea that the uh, the security guy with a heart of gold, mm-hmm. a large black man. You yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't paint that picture for you. So, I mean, now you know. But oh, well. there's so much to enjoy, so much to experience, so much to do. And it's also, what, less than three hours of your time. Plus, then you can say, I watched the whole series. And people are like, wow, that must have taken a lot of time, a lot, a lot of commitment. Did not. But it makes you seem like you're not a quitter. And then it's like, hey, take that, mom. Look who finished something, finally. Unlike my brother, Steve. Or my stepdad, Tony. So thanks for uh, listening to this episode of Gallantly Streaming, a secret weapon. Oh, production. wait, how would how would you rate this uh, oh. on pumpkin scale? Uh, I give this a steamboat pumpkin. Steamboat pumpkin, nice. Yeah, one steamboat pumpkin. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I give it one half-carp pumpkin. It has room to grow. Wow, that's pretty low rating. No, 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 because like it's like got a knife in it. Do you know how much a half car pumpkin is in Steamboat comparison? Um, no, because we're clearly on two different rating systems. No, it's there's a conversion system. You convert it to Bitcoin, and Bitcoin converts to Steamboat pumpkin. You're talking about thousands, so. Um, you know, Scalar. Yeah, Adair. You're thinking of a different type of. You're thinking of the a uh, jack o' lantern, which is not what I'm talking about. You're describing about. a jack o' lantern. No, I'm saying a half carved pumpkin. I'm not saying what it's being carved into. No. It has a knife in it. Well, look at me. Got an ass a on my face. A knife with a thirteen yeah, on yeah, it. I got ass on my face again because I did the classic, mm-hmm. ass you me. It's true you did, and I hope you learn. And next time. When we discuss season three of Love. <gasps> Yay! Maybe we'll do two. It'll be a two-parter and we'll discuss season one and two. And then we'll discuss season three. I don't know. But we'll do that. And I think we're going to get Skylar to finally watch Jessica Jones. Yeah. Because you, know, uh, you know who loves chemicals so much? Uh, Paul Rose. Because he's pretty much right here. Bye. A Secret Weapon Production.